I, I believe something is coming that the church is not ready for. Um, I believe we have been having great church um, and we have not been mastering in life. And when it comes to this area, I'm talking about finances right now. There's a lot of areas we can talk about. I'm talking about money right now. Take me say, he's talking about money. And for those of you who think we shouldn't talk about money in church, we really should. Because that, that it is, it, it is, the freedom that Pastor Terrence just talked about, your money was a part of that as well. And the same God that died to, that you be healed of cancer and diabetes and, you, and, and, there, and there be no sickness in your body is the same God that wants you to do well. Say amen to that. Um, where, where do I have you at? Go to Psalms 35. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just let, Can I just flow? I wasn't here last week. Can I just take my time and do what I... Psalms 35. Look at verse 27. It's not in my notes. I didn't give it to you all, so just flow with me for just a second. Psalms 35, verse number 27. Pull it up on the screen. It says, let them shout for joy. And be glad that favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Look at this in the New Living Translation. Pull it up on the screen for me, please. Verse 27 in the New Living Translation. Um, great is the Lord who delights in blessing his servant with peace. Say peace. peace. Say it loud. Peace. peace means writing your notes, write nothing missing and nothing broken. Look at it in the Amplified. Go to the Amplified. Look at it in the Amplified here. Verse 27. Come on. <clears throat> Let the Lord be magnified who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Look at it in the message. Look at it in the message. Let's just walk through. Sometimes you need to just walk through. Look at it in the message Bible. God is great. Everything works together for good for his servant. Look at the NIV. You got the NIV up there? I'm looking for a certain one. Because I hadn't planned this, but I'm looking for a certain one. Um, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord be exalted who delights in the well-being. Say well-being. well-being. Say it real loud. Say God. God. I said real loud. God, God wants, me to do well. wants me to do well. Now here's the thing. He's already provided everything you need to do well. It is our responsibility to now cooperate with God and what he's already done for us. Say amen to that. I have a problem when believers don't live well. It is not the will of God that we live bogus and broke and disgusted and can't pay our bills. That is not the will of the Father for you. And I don't care if you got saved yesterday or you've been saved 35 years. That is not God's will for you. He takes pleasure. He takes pleasure when we do and live well. He smiles. He likes to see us um, enjoying, having and enjoying life. It's kind of like when you get your daughter or your son ready and they're little. You want somebody to see them. Oh, don't you play with me in this Sunday morning service. You want somebody to see them. Sometimes they sit on your lap in service and you know how to run off on, on purpose. They get away from you and run down the aisle so everybody can see their dress. You say, girl, come on back over here and sit down. 
because you take pleasure because your kids look good and they smell good and you done did well for them. You done bought them a nice little outfit and you want folk to see how good of a parent you are. And God wants the world to see how good of a father he is concerning his children. And the church has been making God look bad. We're making God look real bad. We shouting and we singing and we jumping and we spitting and we can't pay our light bill and we can't pay our gas bill and our hair is nappy. Come on, praise God. You didn't plan on going natural. You just can't afford no perm. But the devil is a liar. God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. It wasn't your plan to go natural. It wasn't your plan. Said again, said, God wants me to do well. Now, 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 now go to the other scripture I told you to go to. Brown, maybe I can find another lapel. I, I just can't hold this all day. I really need to be free. What, what's the first scripture I told you to go to? No, before that, I thought. Okay, I need to go back up here then. First Timothy, first Timothy. Chapter six. This one is fine. Don't mess with this one. Put this one back where it was. First Timothy chapter six. Hallelujah. Are you here this morning? Say God first. Don't ever put anything in front of God. Nothing. 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 He God, God is committed. To seeing that you live well. And not toil to do it. That is, that is not in God's vocabulary toiling. They, they, were, they were toiling in, well, where, where I got you at? I'm, I see the Holy Ghost Kelly got so much plan for me to say. Go to Luke chapter 5. Said it is not God's will. Say it. Say it's not God's will. For me, to toil. for me to toil. What does that mean, Reverend? That means you're working hard but can't see what you're working for. You're working 80 hours a week and still can't make ends meet. That's called toiling. Luke chapter 5. Look, look at Luke chapter 5. I don't care. I don't care if you work part-time. I don't care if, if, if you on fixed income. God is committed to seeing that you do well. Look at Luke chapter 5, verse number 1. Luke 5, verse number 1. I had something to say, Pastor Terrence, but I guess he had something else. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. They pressed upon him to do what? Put it back on the screen. They pressed upon him to do what? They pressed upon him to do what? They didn't press for no musical. They didn't press for no conference. They pressed to hear the word of God. Because whatever situation you're in right now, it is the word of God that has the ability to bring you out of it. That, that's why the enemy fights it so much. That's why when you're in church, as soon as you get here and the worship is over and you sit down and get comfortable and put a peppermint in your mouth, you start nodding off. Because the enemy don't want you to hear the word. 
And I know some, some of y'all, Pastor, I pressed here. I work late, but I, and I thank God for that. But, but, but get you some smelling salt or something. Don't go to sleep doing the word because you don't want to miss this word. It's what's going to bring you out of what you're in. Yeah. I know they told you to put a praise on it. You got to put a word on it. If, if you put a praise on it after you put a word on it. If ain't no word on it, you ain't got no business dancing. I dance and I troll up because I know I'm believing God for some things. I put the word on it and I'm going to praise him in the midst of it not changing yet. It ain't changed yet. It still look like it looked, but I know that what I've seeded regarding the word is going to come to pass. Why? Because the word cannot return empty handed, but it has to accomplish what it was sent out to do. So although it still looks bad, I'm a dance, I'm a shout, I'm a sing. Why? Because I put a word on it. So they pressed upon him to hear the word of God. Said the word. Somebody hollered the word. That's why I believe we, we are failing in life. Because we got too many masturbatory preachers that are only preaching to get themselves off and not trying to help the people. And it is my responsibility to help you grow up in life. To help you win in life by the word. That's why we come here. We don't come here for no other reason. So I can win in my marriage. I can win on my job. I can win with my children. I can win with my money. I can win in my body. And I learned that by the word of God. Anything else is foolishness and God is not pleased with it. They pressed upon him to hear the word. Somebody said the word. Said the word. That's why when you lock into the word, you ain't got to let me sing. I don't care. I'm here for the word. You ain't got to call my name. I don't care. I'm here for the word. Verse number two. Verse number two. This is just a given. I just, I, I, but I, this is what the Holy Spirit wants to get you today. I, I kind of just do this. And, and, and he saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were going out of them and, and were washing their nets. They, they had done this. Verse 3. Come on, go quick. I, I ain't got no time. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little bit from the land. And he sat down. He sat down and taught the people out of the ship. When you sit down, I mean, you about to take your time. And he taught the people out of the ship. He, he gave them understanding. The Bible says, um, in all of your getting, come on here. That's why, Brother Jason, I can still read today because when I was in kindergarten, they taught me with understanding how to read. They taught me how to count, so I have understanding of counting. I can count cars, I can count money, I can count people, come on here. I can count friends, come on here. I can count enemies, come on here. I can count. Because somebody said and taught me. The church is lacking in the area of teaching. We, we, we too busy preaching on coming out and coming out. Well, the reason you're still in there because nobody taught you how to come out. I don't need to keep coming here and you keep inspiring me and giving me inspiration. I need you to give me some information and I'll create my own inspiration. Because I've been in church and, and told to turn around, get up, jump up and down. God going to bring you out. No, 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 no. Tell me the truth, Reverend. Don't lie to me. Tell me if I don't tithe, I'm going to stay broke. Tell me if I don't give. My, tell me the truth. 
verse number four. Verse number four. Verse number four. And now when they had left speaking, he said unto Simon, now, now launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draw. Now he sat and he taught them in the boat. And when he finished teaching them, he said, now go and do what I just told you. This is so simple. And some of y'all sit here every Sunday, and Pastor Terrence brings a good giving message, uh, and, and, and brother, 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 brother Stacy, and, and you, you need this. Oh, I'm finished. It's not on. Oh. And 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 and, and so. Pastor Terrence brings a good message. Whoever come up here and give a good giving message, and y'all sit and say amen, and y'all say praise the Lord, and you say hallelujah, and you don't do nothing they said. You take your tithe, and, and like LeBron took his talent to South Beach, you take your tithe to South Beach. You t- come on, you take your offerings, come on, to New York. You, 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 you are, you're on a boat somewhere with your, with your giving. Ooh, 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 ooh. Jesus taught them. He taught them. And we have been teaching you in this church how to win in your finances so that there is no reason you should still be broke. I ain't trying to get no rise out of the people. I ain't trying trying to build nothing great for myself. I'm trying to help those God has assigned to my life to this local church how to win in every area. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Things are much better when you got some money. But I don't need no seven go. I just need Jesus. You go ahead on with your religious self. I need Jesus and some money. Come on here. I want to get my hair done. I want to pay my light bill. I want to pay my cotton. I want to pay it all on time and have some money left. I'd rather have Jesus. Go on with that. All this religious foolishness we singing. He says, I became poor that you might be rich. So what you mean you'd rather have Jesus? With Jesus comes the money. It it comes with it. It comes with it. Just like the toy comes with the Happy Meal. And if you went through that drive-thru with your child and you ordered a cheeseburger Happy Meal and got to that corner and looked in that box and Jimmy said, my toy ain't in here, you turning back around. It's the same thing in the spirit. How you get your Happy Meal and don't get your money and don't get your heater and keep on driving. Go back and get your stuff. some mild sauce and a ketchup packet and you didn't give me my fries and it's the wrong size drink but we let the devil keep our healing and keep our money and keep our children where the devil is a liar I'm going to get my stuff uh, sit down I didn't mean to be sit down Woo. sit sit Say, calm down, Pastor. Calm down. This is the season of the faithful. Now, ha, ha, ha. now when he had left speaking, he 
said, now go do what I said. Here's what you told the Lord. God, when I get it, I'll give it. You are a liar. Because God judges the thoughts and the intent of a man's heart. Because before you ever actually give the money, God knows whether or not you are sore or not. Based on your heart. So he knows if I give it to her, she's going to spend it on some hair. If I give it to him, he's going on vacation with it. I can't, I can't get it to you if I can't get it through you. Amen, amen. Verse 5. And Simon answered, said, Master, here's what we do. I hear what you're saying, but I ain't done all that. I worked the job. I got some extra hours. Things are still bad. I'm still struggling. Look at the word Simon used. He said, Jesus... I've toiled all night. I've toiled in my business. I've toiled in my finances. I've toiled with this old husband of mine. I can't stand him no more. I've just been toiling and I ain't got nothing to show for all that toiling. They gave me extra hours. Some of y'all believe God for an increase on your job and they gave you a 3% raise. Can I help you, my dear friend? Thank God for the 3% raise. But that shows up in your check about 75 cents. God ain't trying to get you no 3% raise. He's trying to move you into ta- different tax brackets. I'm talking about 20,000, 30,000, 40,000. Come on here. You got a 3% rate, you owe the government more money now. And you got an extra dollar and 13 cent in your check. I ain't shouting over that. I want the rest of my stuff. He promised me more. Come on here. Y'all, y'all looking at me. I'm not trying to be bougie. I'm just trying to tell you the scripture. Who you think you is? I'm a blood-bought child of the living God. And this same blood he just talked about was sealed on my behalf. And every, when, he, when he shed his blood, everything we needed was done and sealed. He says, we told all night. Here is the thing. We are coming out, Pastor Palmer, of this season of toiling. But here's the thing. Some of y'all have gotten so comfortable with toiling, it's okay for you. You've adjusted to a toiling living. You've adjusted to plugging up your extension cord at your neighbor's house to get your life. You've, and that's okay for you now. The devil is a liar, him and his mama. We ain't going to live like that. I said, we're not going to live like that, Rob. So I'm praying, even as I'm teaching, that your mindset is changed, being changed by the word. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh, so is he. And I remember, I remember when I was when my mindset was switching, and I would go, and it's just a simple, a simple illustration. I would go to the Walmart mooch, and and I would get the twenty pack of T-shirts. You know what I'm saying? They about thirteen dollars. You get twenty shirts in there, but you wash them. That's it, Jack. So you back in there buying T-shirts every month. Then I went, I said, I'm just going to get the, the three pack. It ain't but three, but it's a better thread or whatever you call it, better cotton. But it's $25 for three t-shirts. And I stood there in that Macy's and when me and the Lord had us a time about three t-shirts. Because I just can understand 
three t-shirts for $25. And I believe God was dealing with my mind in the Macy's. I wasn't trying to be bougie. I wasn't. I figured it's a t-shirt. It's under my clothes. You ain't going to see it. But why spend $13.99 every other week for some shirts when you can get three of them for $25? Oh, y'all not listening to me. But as a man think it in his heart. Mine was t-shirts. What was yours? What are you still struggling with when it comes to this whole money piece? And you're praying, God, enlarge my territory. Bless me indeed. He says, we've toiled all night. Look, look, look. And have taken nothing. That's what toiling does to you. It leaves you with nothing. It leaves you tired. It leaves you restless. It leaves you all stressed out. But you didn't work all night. You didn't work all week. You didn't been to four jobs. You, you and your husband don't see each other no more. You can't be with your kids because you've been toiling. That is not the will of the Father. These were professional fishermen, dear sister. They, but they, they toiled all night. What does that mean? They did what they thought they needed to do to make themselves get to the next place. And they didn't take anything. But the next line is what I had to come to in my life. Nevertheless. Glory to God. Nevertheless, at what? At what? It's back to the word. Everything is around this word. If there's no word, then what are we doing? Nevertheless, at your word, I mean, I, I taught all night. I've tried it on my own. I did all this, but I'm going to now submit to your word. And I'm going to let down my net. I'm going to do what you told me to do. Whether it's giving, whether it's loving on somebody, whether it's blessing somebody else, whether it's shutting your mouth, whether it's coming down to midweek service, because I don't have time to come. I just be tired. God said, get to midweek. He's been telling some of y'all for a whole year to come to midweek service. I just don't have time. God know my heart. He know you lazy. He know you a slugger that won't get down the way telling you to get to. But nevertheless, Jesus, because you just don't understand, God is the one in your tomorrow already. Are you listening to me? So he can, he's trying to set you up all the time. He's trying to set you up all the time, single women. He's trying to get you to a place where he's going to make a presentation to you. But you keep running to Bozo on ChristianMingle.com. What does that subscription got you? He said, nevertheless, at thy word, I'll let down the net. How many of y'all, let's just be honest, you tired of toiling? Raise your hand. You tired of it? You tired of having good days and bad days? And I, but I won't complain. Go on all that. Go on all that. That'll, listen, that'll drive somebody crazy. You have a good week, then a terrible week. God is good this week. Now you're going through next. That'll drive you nuts. He says, I have come that you may have and enjoy seasons. Huh? Huh? Life. Everything about it. 
God wanted to get you everything from you going to the laundromat with all them clothes. He wanted to get you washing dry at the house. He's cons- Are y'all not listening to me? I used to hate going to the laundromat, Jack. I used to hate it. And we didn't buy the good laundromat bags. We bought the regular little black hefty bags. And they would tear up every time you put the clothes in them. And because you hate to go, you don't wash but once every six months. So you in there with everything, your bed spread, come on, your kitchen linen, everything in there. Because you ain't, you ain't washed. Come on here. Yeah. See, Michael Jackson died. Now you got to wash everything. <laughs> Verse 6. Are y'all still here? Yes. I said, are you still here? Yes. I, I hear you. I hear you over here in this corner. When he going to finish and get to the sermon? I hear you. I hear you in the spirit. <laughs> I hear you. And you need exactly what I'm talking about right now. And when they had done this or had this done, it's King James, something else, baby. And when they had done this, done what? Done what? What he said. What he said. What he said. Ain't no way you can do what Jesus said or God said and not get results. Ain't no way. Okay, I'm gonna say that again. Somebody looking like ah, but you don't know. I did. I tried. No, no, no. There ain't. I know it ain't good English, but there ain't no way you can do what Jesus told you to do and not get results. Now, if you step out and do something, don't no result. Maybe he didn't tell you. Because God told me to marry him. No, he was already married when you met him. He didn't tell you that. He showed me him. He was in service and he he showed you nobody else's husband. All these old ghetto prophets. He ain't showed you that. And when they had done this and when they followed God they enclosed what does that mean they enclosed? Help me. Talk back. They what? They caught A great multitude. That's two big old words. Great and multitude. And a whole lot of fishes. I'm just reading the Bible. A great multitude of fishes. Tell them, that's a lot. Tell them, that's a lot, girl. That's a heck of a fish fry there, baby. I'm telling you. Listen to this. Glory to God. A verse before this, they had taken nothing. How do you go from taking nothing to a great multitude of fishes? Somebody said obedience. And the church has become one of the biggest disobedient entities in the world. He said, Lord, we've been out here all night. I've called the long people. I've did everything I know how to do. But nevertheless, I'm going to submit to your word. And in the next verse, same episode. This one part nine in another book. The same episode. The, the same season. The same setting. Glory to God. See, it'd be different if we read this in Luke 5 and down the line in Luke chapter 15, we saw what had happened. This is the same episode. 
It's the same setting. It's the same day. You can obey God right now at 11.17 in service. And before you leave this place today, a great multitude of fishes. You say, I don't need no fish, but I need rent. I need gas. I need some meat for tomorrow. Come on here. God is concerned about your meat for tomorrow. Well, whatever you're going to cook, tofu, whatever you're going to eat. It says, go back to verse 6. Don't rush me now. It says, and, and, and their net break. Broke. It had broken. It fell apart. It was too many fishes. They went from taking nothing to too much in the same setting. Listen, listen, listen. Holy Spirit, he, Holy Spirit, has stopped everything this morning and changed the direction of what I wanted to tell you to tell you this. So stop looking at me like I wish he'd get on and he'd have read this verse before. Get what the Holy Spirit is telling you. In the same setting, in the same setting, they went from nothing to a great multitude. But they didn't do it by jumping and shouting and spinning and quickening. They obeyed God. They obeyed God. They obeyed the word. They obeyed the word. That's how you know you trust God when you obey him. So stop talking about I trust you Lord. No you don't. Because you obey who you trust. You obey who you trust. We become religious. We sing about trusting God. But we don't trust God. We don't trust God. Teach me how to trust. I just wish I knew how to trust. If I knew how to trust, I would just trust. You know how to trust. You know how to trust. I ordered some stuff yesterday. Macy's.com. I like to order Macy's.com. I went on there. They got a nice sale going on right now. Then they give you 20% off of the already 10 so I got these nice Ralph Lauren shorts. It's like maybe $29. They're regular, $110. I got them 29 with 20% off, then another 10 off. So I ordered them online, right? I didn't put together their system on Macy's.com. But I typed my credit card number in there. And then I hit submit. Because I just trust that somehow somebody going to get my order, put it in the box, not steal my credit card number, and send me my shorts. I trust the whole system. I didn't call first and say, hey, can I speak to Macy's rep? Are y'all reputable? Y'all not going to steal my number, are you? Who going to send my shorts? When y'all going to send them? How y'all going to box them? How I know y'all going to box them? Show me something. I didn't do all that. I said, ooh, sale. Put it in my, in my box, the basket, whatever you call it, the bag. Put my card number in there. And here's the thing. I put my card number in and somebody just stole my card number a month ago. I still trust somebody else's system. I get my I get my bill. Somebody went in New York and charged a six hundred dollar phone bill in New York. I ain't been no New York City, and I ain't got no six hundred dollar phone bill. 
I would never have a phone bill that high. Never. And you shouldn't either. A cell phone bill, $600? That's a car note. That's rent. How you got a $600 car phone, cell phone bill and, and cell phone insurance but no life insurance? What kind of foolishness is going on in the world today? But the point I was making, Pastor Keisha, is this. They stole my card number. They tried something at, a, at some kind of wedding down there in New York. I don't know how they got it. I don't know how they got it. Because my card was still in my wallet. So even when I done got got, I still trusted again. But saints, I, I tried that I gave and didn't and I ain't giving no more. Come on with that. I could have said, nope, I ain't buying no land no more. I don't know how they got my number. I ain't taking no more chance. I don't trust none of that stuff no more. I trusted again. And some of y'all need to learn how to trust God again. Because here is what it was. Your trust, your trust was never in God anyway. It was in somebody in front of you. And even the person in front of you, they didn't do nothing. But somebody on TV that represents their circle did. And you say, yeah, all preachers are the same. They're taking everybody's money. They're driving big old cars, big old houses, and I can't pay my phone bill. That is a lie, my friend. That's a lie. That is a lie. So I trusted the system. So you know how to trust. They obeyed God. And they went from having nothing. That's a good deal. I said, and I like deals. That's a good deal. You go from having nothing to having overflow, having more than enough fish that they had to beckon partners to come and help them. Sure, glory. Don't you mess with me. And God is no respecter of person. So how can we sit in the same church in these same purple seats every Sunday and get the same word and somebody get up and say God has just blessed me and I went from this to that and I paid this off and God has really helped me with my finances and somebody said this stuff don't even work I've been here for too long what is the difference because God they said let me see who I'm going to help today he says he's ever mindful of you say that means me I pray that as I've been talking these last couple of minutes that you're not just hearing me but you're receiving the word of truth that has the ability to change how you think about what I'm saying. Because if, if you don't change how you think about what I'm saying just another 15 minutes just passed and waiting for the next thing. God wants you to prosper. He wants you to do well. And doing well is different for everybody. I'm just going to stay right here, Pastor Terrence. I don't care what none of y'all say. This is my church. I'm going to stay right here. Don't try to compete and compare your doing well with mine. Don't don't try to do that. Because see, for me, for me, doing well is we shop at Aldi's every Monday and get some groceries. That's doing. I, I, I do well there. I drive an old one Lexus with 150,000 miles on it that's paid for. That's doing well for me. 
I drive a 07 Tahoe. It's paid for with 139,000 miles on it. It runs very well. No problem. That's doing well for me. When I get my payroll check, I get your payroll check. I pay my bills. I pay the Lord. I pay my bills. A portion order. And I put some up for the future and my children's education and all that generational wealth. All of that. All of that. I do it. And that's living well for me. Somebody else doing what may be driving a 2018 Mercedes. That's doing well for them. That's them. You're doing what may be a nice two-bedroom apartment in Forest Park. It's nice. You pay your rent. You go to work. That's doing well for you. Somebody else may have a big old house out somewhere else. That's doing well for them. So don't compete and compare who's doing well. Because what God is trying to get you to, go to Psalms chapter 112. Glory to God in heaven. <laughs> I think it's 112. Glory to God. Uh-huh. Go to Psalms 112. Look at verse 3, I think it is. Yeah. This is what he's trying to get you to. Are y'all still here? Don't, don't, you, don't you miss what I'm telling you? Hear what I'm saying, Maurice? Hear what I'm saying, guys? Y'all hear every word that's coming out of my mouth. Listen to me today. This is the Holy Spirit talking to you. Because if you get this, you won't toil ever again. Wealth and riches shall be in my house. Don't shout. Don't holler. What does that mean? Abundance is measured by stuff. Wealth and riches is measured by time. What does that mean? That means how long can you live if you stop working today? Wealth and riches shall be in my house. Nice vase, nice TV. That ain't what that means. That means... If I work a job five days a week and I make 30 grand a year, if I stop working next Friday, how long could I live? What have I put up? What portion order have I worked? See, we don't talk about this in church. We have $1,000 lines and $500 lines and we lay in hands in the profit line and act on a fool and people they can't even pay their bills. We run into the next conference with our Bible to get another word from the Lord. How many words you need? We done just went prophesying crazy. You can't even get a ride home from church. All light on. Come on here. The dog won't bark. Ain't, ain't nothing working right. But you got another word. Wealth and riches shall be in my house. I, when the Lord taught me this, it's a couple years ago. I, this is what I said. I said, "Man, if I start working today, we probably last about a month." Which means we're a month from the pole house. We're a month from being on the street. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help you. I'm not trying to bring now. Don't raise your hand, but ask yourself this question. If the income I have coming in right now, if it stopped tomorrow, how long could I live? Tell me, I said, Pastor, I'll make it to Friday and I'm through. What's this, the third? I'll make it to the fifth and I'm done. 
I'm telling you the truth. When when the Lord asked me that question, Jason, my knees buckled. Because at the time he asked me that, I I, I was in a bad place and I I got a family. And I'm saying, wait a minute. If this is true, I'm in trouble. But the thing I like about trouble for believers, my friend, is he's a very present help. And, and, And here, here, here. He's helping you right now. Because you came in here and you, it, it, it's, it's the first of the second part of the year and you're looking and being discouraged about what you didn't do the first part of the year. He said, let me help you. Let, let, me, let me talk to you for me. Let me sit in the ship and talk to you. Let me give you some instructions. Because he's very present. Now, if you leave here and do what he's telling you to do. Now, here is the thing. You cannot, you cannot prosper financially without portion order. What is that? You pay your tithes or you return the tithe and give offerings to the Lord. Number one. Number two, you pay your bills. You don't bought that couch. You bought that lamp. You wearing that sweater. Pay the bill. And put some up for tomorrow. Stop spending tomorrow today. You got children, you had better be putting something up for them because a good man leaves some for his children. If I was like you, I would. I don't care where you are, start. Put $10 up, $5 a week, do something. Because God is trying to get you to a place of not just abundance, not just have more than enough to pay your bills and go get ice cream, but wealth and riches. Because that's why some of your dreams in your heart, you can't do them because you, you, you bog down with everything else you got to do to meet your daily needs. And God wants to get you to a place where your daily needs are just met. Light and gas and food, and you can go, go with what's in your heart. And you ain't got to go work for another man for eight hours and then come home and finally try to get your thing together. You'll be doing that for 30 years on this system. 30 years on that system. All the time, got something stirring in your heart to do that God has called you to write or a business. Some of y'all cook real good. We need your restaurants open because some of this stuff out here ain't no good. Zita, you need a spot. Audrey, you need a spot. You need a spot for us so we can go to and we ain't got to be trying. You need a spot. Yeah, we need spots. Stacy needs some spots. You need some. You need. I saw this Floyd's barbershop, right? And I'm thinking, and I'm seeing them everywhere. I'm like, that's Stacy's shop. And the day is coming where you ain't got to cut nobody here. You can oversee your shops. You can ride around in your Bentley and pick up your money. Cause we need nice shops. We need nice shops. Get our nails done too. Get our feet done. We like this. I like to be pampered too. You like to be pampered? Don't clutch your pearls on me. You need somebody to pamper your feet. The more rusty feet. Your wife tired of bleeding at night. Get them feet done. You scratch to all up. Come to bed smelling like motor oil and funyuns. Get that stuff together. Said, what's in me, me? the world is waiting on. on. But I'm telling you how it happens. Are y'all getting this? 
You getting this, Steve? Y'all getting this? This is he, Holy Spirit, talking this morning. That's how he does. He says, stop everything. Sit down. Let me talk to you. Yeah. So next time you sing that song, Freedom, you're going to be free for real. Because I have been bound financially. I ain't bound no more. I ain't bound no more. Yeah. And I ain't talking about your faith confession. I'm talking about reality. Are you listening to me? Don't you allow the enemy to cause you to forfeit your financial freedom over 10 cents. Because here's what happened in churches. Talking to a pastor this week. He said, Pastor, you know how it is when the summer comes, nobody gives. I said, it kind of go down a little bit, but I ain't confessing that. Because people start moving, going on vacation, and they taking money with them. And pe- people usually put God on pause in, in end of June, and they come back around September. What if God paused your air for the next three months? You, you, you out at the barbecue and God put pause on your breathing. What if he took three months off on your account? God went demon like that. Why you do him like that? God in my heart, he, he, it's summertime. I'm living my life like it's golden. You go ahead. Because what happens with God, God is a consistent God. And some of y'all have been consistent, you've been consistent, and now you're trying to take a break, you're going to break the flow. They got to come back at the end of the year and start all over again. Tell your neighbor, say, stay consistent. Last scripture, last scripture. Um, what is it? Uh, what did I tell you I turned first? It was, yeah, it was First Timothy, then Ecclesiastes. Go to Ecclesiastes and I'm, and I'm finished. Chapter 11. Were y'all going to sing something today? Okay. I want you to. Yeah. So let's do this. Let me finish this last scripture. I'm going to receive this tithes and offerings. I'm going to have them sing and then we're going to go home. What did he say? Somebody, somebody said, they didn't want nobody to see it. Yes. No, I'm giving you the lesson right now. He ain't gonna preach. I just did. We're talking since 1050. If you didn't get it, I don't know what to tell you. Because I'm about to go after I get through. You can stay. Hey, Kayla, I you sitting over there. You can stay here, but I'm going home. I'm going to soak, marinate my tofu. Come on here for tomorrow. <laughs> Who's this here? Feel free to take these home if you want to take one for communion. But don't just take them up to eat doing work. Because you want to take communion at home. But don't just pack your purse. This ain't snacks. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter 11. I just saw it sitting there, I know. 
Because you got to, you know, we used to have mints in the back. When you come in, you had mints in a little basket. We had to stop. Because you're supposed to come in and take one mint. Folk coming in, like, stacking up for their family and church. Their four o'clock program at the mama churches. That ain't what this is for. Eleven and four. I got to go. Come on, I got to go. He that observeth the wind shall not what? If you look at this in the amplified. Come on, I got to go now. I didn't took up enough time. I, I, I sense the Holy Spirit is done. Amplified. This is what I want you to see. And I'm sitting down. He who observes the wind, look at this, and waits for all conditions to be favorable, will not sow. As soon as I do this, I'm going to sow. As soon as I get my job, I'm going to sow. As soon as I do I'm going to start giving. As soon as I get some money, I'm going to do this. As soon as it's straightened up, Pastor, I got you. But as soon as it's, I'm going to no, you're not going to do nothing. There's always going to be some wind. That's why you trust in God is so important. That's always, the enemy's going to always try to bring something up that you got to do instead of give. I made up in my mind years ago, I'm never coming off of it. Ever. Because as long as the earth remains, there'll be seed time and harvest. And I'm going to participate in that law, and I'm going to win in my finances. Don't watch the wind. And who, he who regards the clouds, you ain't going to even reap. I ain't even got time to teach that, Pastor Terrence, but I want to. Did y'all hear Holy Spirit today? Now, let me say this. If you have been sinning in your sowing, if you've been sinning in your sowing, I mean, you ain't been giving, you ain't been tithing, you ask God to forgive you, and you start back today. Don't beat yourself up and all that stuff. That's between you and the Lord. But as long as I was sinning in my sowing, I was struggling. And when I got back on track, I don't know how God does what he does with the 90 sometimes. But he does it. Some of y'all right now, you're in the season of provision, which means God is providing for you and you don't even know how he's doing it. He's sending folk here and sending money there and somebody call you over here. He's providing for you. You're in a season of provision. But he's soon bringing you out of that so you can then go back into somebody else's season of provision and bless them. Why? Because he will provide. I don't know how, but he did it. He does it. Prepare your Sunday morning ties, offering, special gift. Don't you buy no rip tips with God's money. Come on, prepare it. There are, there, there are many ways to give. You can give online, you can text to give. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, Jesus.